welcome back. So today's podcast, we're actually going to take a little bit of a of a turn. Um, each podcast we've uh, completed so far, we've talked about a particular topic and we've focused in on that topic uh, from the perspectives of um, mental health counselors and uh, thinking about ourselves and our clients and our work. Today, I mean, we're still going to be talking about our work, but I think we're going to be talking more about how each of us is doing and kind of just sort of check in with each other and ourselves for today's podcast. And that might actually um, allow our, our listeners to get maybe a bit more of an inside look into our lives and how we're doing. And um, I think that could be a good thing on various fronts. So, uh, but before we get started, uh, just a little bit about our practice. So Common Sense Mental Health is a, it's, it's basically the overhead for a group of private providers, uh, licensed mental health counselors, social workers, uh, and we operate within our own practices and we provide uh, teletherapy throughout New York State. We also provide in-person therapy as well within the Capital Region. And all of our providers are competent in teletherapy. Uh, we specialize in video, phone, as well as text-based services. And some of our providers have their own practice that work with Common Sense. And in those practices, they may be overseeing uh, interns or um, sort of pre-licensed providers who are under limited permits uh, or something along those lines. Uh, but that is Common Sense Mental Health in a nutshell. Um, any questions, you're always welcome to reach out and ask, and we will be happy to answer. All right. So yeah, just to get started. So I guess I will kick us off. Um, and what we'll do is we'll we'll do a check-in uh, for, for all uh, three of us, and uh, I'll start with that check-in. So uh, I'm Tim Crumley, and I am uh, one of the hosts of this podcast, and I am doing okay. Um Things have been very busy. Uh, I, I know within our profession, I have colleagues that are complaining and talking about um, not receiving as many referrals or intakes, um, and that you know essentially their their business is, is not doing well in large part because of, of the uh, pandemic and all the changes that came with that. And I have other uh, providers and colleagues who say that they're also overwhelmed. And I think our providers have been mostly in that category. We've been just getting more and more clients, um, yeah. which is great. People are seeking out help, and we're working working with them and we're able to take them on and um but it's a lot so i'm i'm definitely feeling that um I think I've shared this before, probably in one of our podcasts focusing on COVID-19, but um, I I continue to sort of review and look at my privilege in a lot of this because um, although there's been a lot of stress in some ways that's come from the pandemic, um, my routine, my schedule, a lot of things about my routine have actually improved during the pandemic. Um, and I'm very, very fortunate for that. Uh, and that's a very weird thing because it's such a uh it's been such a disaster right on a, on a worldwide yeah. scale and especially within the u.s and how we've been responding to it um so that's a very weird kind of thing but um so kind of grappling with that and uh also i don't think i've talked about this in our podcast but i've been dealing with a sciatica episode in my lower back and right leg which has been uh not fun um since the first week in april thereabouts um i i uh <laughs> i started taking on more of a of a of a um uh workout routine where i started um, trying to lift weights and I was on the, the uh, stationary bike a lot longer and moving my body in ways that it was not used to and uh, doing it suddenly every day and without fail. And then uh, it, it caught up to me. So I've been dealing with this now for about 10 weeks and it has been so it's just been annoying, right? It's just been, it's been awful and annoying, but I'm also still very grateful because it could be so much worse. Like it's like really not a big deal in the span of like other things that could be happening. So um, 
again, kind of weird that that's all mixed in with this. And my experience with COVID-19 has essentially just been walking around hunched over and not able to go far, not able to walk uh, far uh, distances. Um, It's just, yeah, it's bizarre. It's just, it's a a weird, weird time. Um, So that's where I'm at. Uh, that's my yeah. Oh, thank you. It's it, it is. Uh, so, so thank you for that, Emma. Um, so that's where I'm at. Uh, yeah, uh, Carlos, how how are you doing? I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just been uh, mostly bored lately. I mm. guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. My computer is like on the fritz works really what well. is going on with your computer i don't know what the hell is going on with my computer <laughs> like every i'll turn it on and then like and up to like an hour later it just randomly like turns off oh no so yeah i don't know what's going on with it but i'm rebuilding it anyway so i'm not really too worried about it it's getting like a new everything new motherboard new processor new everything so yeah, it's it's just frustrating because I don't know what's wrong with it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. When I Google, like nothing helpful comes out other than like the blue screen of death kind of thing. Mm. Is that what's coming up? You That's get, like, not what's screen? happening oh, okay. though. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a white screen. It, it turns either white or black. I saw that it's like it, it, or it gets like staticky. Or it, gets it, turns, like, it turns, turns into like yeah. a static screen. Like if it lost signal or something, it's so weird. Right. Because like the computer is still on. It's just nothing's happening on the monitor. Or is it the monitor just breaking? Like, is it a computer yeah. issue or a monitor issue? It's a computer issue because I have three monitors and one of the monitors <laughs> is our TV. So I'll like put it on the TV one and there will be nothing there. So, yeah. Something with your graphics card maybe or? It might yeah. be the graphics. No, it's not the graphics card. It's not mm-hmm. the graphics card. A computer can run without a graphics card. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> that, was, that was a voice in my head, but I didn't voice it. I appreciate it. you also didn't know that, Emma. Uh, I actually played, uh, years ago, I, I played a game online called Lumia. And for years, I played that game without a graphics card, and I did not know I didn't have a graphics card. Wow. I can relate with that, at least. Yeah, yeah I would wow. do something like that. And then like, I finally yeah. got a graphics card, because I thought I was upgrading my current graphics card, but I didn't have one at all. And the game ran, like, I couldn't believe the way I was playing before. Yeah, that's insane how different how different it was, and I I didn't know this. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Hey, that's me. <laughs> I'm sorry that, to hear that that your computers. I've been seeing that. Like I've been seeing it from time to time. Like yeah. have those symptoms, but I didn't realize it was so like it was consistent and, and every day that you're running into that. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating. So the, the best thing I can do is just ignore it because <laughs> I can't. Fix it. Right, right. So it's just like, oh, I won't go on my computer today. I'll just watch anime or something on my iPad. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, just a side note, too. We do have our one of our dogs near us, and he's... Uh, he's a little anxious today. He is a little anxious. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. So, Emma, how are you? How are, how are things going on your end? Um, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of right in between the two of you. Um where I've been kind of bored Mm. and also kind of overwhelmed, which is just like perfect, a beautiful little spot to be. Um, (laughs) uh, Very privileged, like very fortunate in a lot of this. Um, I'm really happy with the influx of clients I've been getting. Um, 
again, happy because I'm really glad that people are reaching out and getting services. Um, yeah. Happy that people are struggling. Um, but it's fantastic to see how many people are, are starting to kind of like come out of mm. the pandemic. Not, not physically, I don't mean that at all, but just kind of like reaching out, recognizing they need some additional support and stuff like that. And um, basically saying you should just run outside, no mask. Yeah, you just- know, just... You hug know. everyone you see. Yeah, hug everyone. People. No, <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> definitely do not do that. Please don't do that. Uh, sorry, no. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's amazing. Um, so it's it's an adjustment because I feel like initially in the pandemic, it seemed like a lot of people were more just like hunkering down almost because mm. um, I had anticipated a ton of new clients like as we were going into the pause and everything. Mm. And it was really just people trickling in no change than pre quarantine and everything. So, um, seemed like in a way, a lot of people just kind of like ceased and kind of just stayed. Um, so now I'm seeing a lot of, of that influx. Um, and it's just kind of navigating that new balance. Um, and, and, you know, getting to the point where it's like, okay, I can't take any more people. Um, so it's just finding the new normal. Um, the unique challenge that I've had to really be focusing on is, you know, I try to limit how many sessions I have a day so that I can actually be like a present and competent counselor in my sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying, it seems like a lot of people either want, you know, late afternoon or early morning and it can be a little annoying when it's like oh i have an eight and a nine o'clock session and then like a three and a four o'clock session and Mm -hmm. like that's kind of like where it ends Uh, so i've been focusing on bringing as best i can obviously but like kind of bringing my schedule closer together or uh, kind of being more boundaried with how I'm offering time slots to people. Mm. Uh, so that's just been a fun adjustment to being a counselor in a pandemic and all of that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, aside from that, I, I'm just something about my personality is I will have all kinds of like hobbies and self care and things that I love and then I'll kind of get bored of them. And it's like, yeah. I just sit around like, I guess I'm going to just sit here now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 I just, in one of those phases now where I'm like, I would really like to make this feel like a change, but it's extra frustrating because, you know, previously maybe I would go out to dinner someplace or like go to the mall and pretend like I needed to buy something. Mm-hmm. And now, obviously, well, I guess technically I could go out to dinner, but I'm absolutely not going to. So, um, it's, it's just same apartment, different pair of leggings. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But it's funny. I was talking to my husband about how the passage of time is kind of like, I can see it by like, Oh, I'm doing laundry again. Ah, oh, look at more dishes. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing that lets me know. Like, oh, there's a dust buildup now. So yay, time to dust. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my chores are the thing keeping me stri- like tethered to a day. Mm. And I mean, obviously sessions, but yeah, it's uh, pretty boring. Mm-hmm. But overall, like happy, healthy. Everyone in my family as well. 
my husband and I still like each other, like stuck together all the time now. We're still happy. So mm. we got a lot of good stuff going on too. Yeah. 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 It's funny when you say, um, or not funny, but interesting when you say how people, when the pandemic first started, they weren't really like coming in seeking help. They were like trickling in. Mm-hmm. And now we're like months yeah. in and everyone's just like flowing in now. It's kind of like, I think back when it first started, people were kind of like excited. They were like, oh, I'm going to be home. I'm going to be so happy. Da, 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 da. So no one really needed any help. But now it's like, you know, a few months down the road and people are starting to get like bored and, you know, cabin fever type going on. So I think that's, I think that ex- is explaining our influx of clients. Now. Right. Because like uh-huh. the, um, what is, the honeymoon phase is over. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to just jump in with that. I'm going to challenge that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So my sense is that there's been some clients or people in general where that's probably been the case, mm-hmm. right? Where it was like they were really only experiencing maybe positive things coming out of this, um, at least to begin with, right? Right. I can suddenly work from home or, you know, mm-hmm. but there's been, I think, a lot of cases where part of what I think we were seeing, I mean, part of it, I would argue the majority, um, whether or not people were experiencing direct trauma or just trauma just from just being in a pandemic period or they lost their job or whatever that that looked like for them um or having to go to work still and be exposed whatever that looked like i think people were more in a sort of i don't say panic but like it was that immediate crisis mode right like survival exactly right they're in this like survival mode and trying to right figure out how do i navigate this how do i adjust to this and i think generally with therapy if you're already in therapy that can be a really great place to process that obviously and, and navigate but for those who haven't already sought therapy or who weren't already in therapy when this started i think it, and it's hard to exp- it's hard for me to explain but i think there's a sort of like self-actualization piece that comes with therapy right even though you know we get clients obviously who are in crisis or who are at their worst point or so it's not that but i think coming into therapy it's harder to do that in that kind of a crisis right where it's like this is a larger societal you know, this is a worldwide issue that's happening and seeking out services. And then on top of that, right, you're not supposed to go out. And I think people traditionally think of therapy as being in person, which is understandable. Um, so it's like, so the, the, the option of it being able to go out. And then again, I think just this, this the, I think the, the sort of uh, cognitive processes involved in, you know, deciding to go to therapy, you know, trying to uh, buy into therapy, those processes may not be readily available when you're navigating a pandemic or you're navigating a larger crisis like this, if that makes sense. It's like therapy. Yeah, like sustained stress. Right. And, it's, and it's, I think in that situation, therapy is going to take a back seat. If you're, again, if you're not already in it. Um, I mean, I know of colleagues who lost clients, clients who stopped coming to therapy or who decided to, um, you know, I, I, in my case, I don't think I had anyone who stopped. Um, in fact, there were yeah. a couple who decided to wait until the pandemic was over slash resume in person afterwards. And I think both those people reached back out. And so, yeah. so it's like, you know, so I didn't have that experience, but other providers have. So I think it just depends on a lot of factors, but I think that's probably more so why we didn't see it to begin with. Um, I don't imagine groups of people celebrating, you know, that suddenly the pandemic's happening. Um, but I get what you're saying. I do think there were some people too who probably did have that, like, you know, they're, they're oh, I'm fine or I'm going to use this time to be productive or bake or whatever. And, you know, but then yeah, time goes on. And then I think as the months go on and we get more used to the pandemic, we get more used to, 
being at home and following the restrictions, whatever they may be at whatever time, we've adjusted more to it. And so I think that's part of it. Um, that was longer winded than I meant to be. <laughs> No problem. Um, we'll take that time to break and then come back. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. Right. And we're back. And uh, right now we have um, Carlos. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> who is uh, laying out. He's using this footrest in his um, office chair and he's using it to, I mean, you're essentially kind of lying down. Yeah, with, essentially. With your, with your blanket. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cozy. It, it looks cozy. <laughs> I'm pretty comfortable. Yeah. It looks cozy and annoyed at the same time. <laughs> you're poking fun at me, so. I, I am poking fun at you. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, this all being said, just to shift gears, um, how are things going? I guess, overall, professionally, right? When we think about... Um, where things are going, right? So this is going to get more kind of like existential, and and not that we can't talk about the <laughs> pandemic, but um, but I think like you know, I think we have been talking about it, and I think um, there's for, no way not excuse me, there's no way not to talk about a topic and not mention those pandemic. Right. So yeah, like it doesn't matter what we talk about. It always it's going to come back. To yeah, that. yeah, absolutely. Um, but I yeah. do want to think about which the, is a little frustrating. Sorry. <laughs> well, but that said, I, I I do want to think about the future a little bit, and I guess where we see ourselves. What are or what are some of our aspirations? Um, you know, and you know, for myself as a therapist, for you as a therapist, Emma, you know, for you running running our our uh, uh, company and practice, and you know, where do we see ourselves with all of that? If that makes sense. Um, I'm not going to go first this time. Either one of you want to jump in with that? Um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that then. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll rescue. Um, I have actually been thinking about this a lot. Uh, funny nice. you should mention it. Nice. Um, so uh, kind of like where I see myself going as a therapist, I, I feel like now that I'm four-ish years out of grad school, I think. I don't remember. Um, But now that I'm, like, coming into my own more so as a therapist, you know, done with limited permit and all that kind of stuff, um, it's really exciting because I get to, you know, I have to do CEs now, and I get to choose things that I'm legitimately interested in Mm. um, and kind of, like, further my niche in a sense uh, not to say that I want to be one of those therapists that can work with one thing and one thing only um, but it's it's very exciting to think about like where my specialties are going to lie um, I love substance use I will always have a love for um, let me rephrase that that sounds funny, but <laughs> I will always have a love for substance use yes. I know. Oh, putting my foot in it as per usual, part of my Catherine style. Um, but I love working with substance use. Um, so I feel like that's always going to be a piece of my caseload. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to find a nice balance of, you know, more mood disorders and things like that um, versus some like higher needs clients, Mm -hmm. um, whether that's like more in depth, like complex trauma processing and things like that. Um, so it's kind of 
finding my new interests and things like that, kind of staying away from the things that I'm not as competent in or just not as interested in, you know, like from the beginning working with you guys, I've been very clear on like, I'm not going to be working with any children. <laughs> like mm. we have all established this. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to continue not working with children. Um, I'll surprise you one day. Oh my god! <laughs> Side note, not to cut you off, but there was um, we we've had a, we've had referrals before where um, I I have literally said to Carlos, that's a really good Emma client, like that's a client that would do very well with Emma. Emma would work very well with, but Emma doesn't think that she would be good at that particular thing, and mm-hmm. yeah, so we, there's actually like a whole like category. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Speaks to my imposter syndrome, huh? Yeah, because that's still a thing for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm working to, so if I dismantle it, but that's a little lofty. So like, I'm working to push back on that a little bit. Um, so it's just been exciting to find more of my niche. I have loved doing teletherapy. And I, I think I've mentioned in previous podcasts that I had transitioned to full teletherapy like prior to the pandemic. So before like, things were kind of shifted to that anyway. Right. Um, so I was practicing 100% from my home, which has a ton of pros and cons. Uh, so as I've been you know, doing it for however many months now, uh, I do have a longer term goal, definitely not a 2020 goal. I have determined that 2020 is a wash for me, but <laughs> in the future at some point, I would actually like to either... I mean, obviously it would be discussions that we could have, but I am looking to have like more of a office space um, just for like a day or two outside of my home because leaving my home is really nice sometimes. Um, So probably something in like the Albany area at some point. But again, I have done very minimal research. It's definitely not a thing I'm going to be focusing on right now, like imminently. Mm. because I'm still just trying to figure out like doing taxes as a business owner. (laughs) That's my current excitement. Um, But yeah, I think that's like the whole smorgasbord of my professional development that I've been contemplating recently. That makes sense. That makes sense. How about you, Carlos? I still have nothing. (laughs) That's not true. You, You and I have talked, you talked about this. I'm throwing. I guess I'm just throwing a blank. Then you've had various different plans. I feel like you've had things on the table, and then sort of shift gears, and then you come yeah. back to some of those things. And yeah, um, yeah, I get bored, or I just get the whole imposter syndrome thing, where it's just like, oh, that's mm. freaking me out now. Mm-hmm. I'm stop. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, because like at one point, I, I like I know you know, you're, you're looking to have a role in our practice mm-hmm. moving forward. But, um, beyond that, uh, I know for a very long time, you've wanted to open a drone restaurant. I, yeah, that's still, I think that will always be that's awesome. on my head. I was really excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. You should do it. <laughs> I, I would love to. It's just, it's, it's never the right time, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, either that you talked about a restaurant or like a food truck, like a food station. Yeah. Oh 
oh my god that's a great idea too i love that would be fun but so the thing about the food truck that would have been more feasible recently but albany has a weird like a limit on how many food trucks there can be at in one given year which yeah what and you can only park in like certain spots like it is a it's like a it's a different world, basically, because like you call the, I forget who it is. It's like the, the city clerk or whatever, and you have to put an application to get the like to get a license or a permit for the food truck, and then like you go on a waiting list or whatever for a spot in downtown Albany by like the Capitol or whatever, and it's it's a whole process. And so I tried calling like different um, cities to see if they had also like this this uh, the same process. Some cities didn't even allow food trucks. Like Colony will not allow food trucks. Oh, I could see. So that. like if I had a food truck, I could not go to Colony and like park somewhere and sell food. They get weird, oh, like if they open up like a drugstore or something. Like, yeah, they get weird about weird. any development at all. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so then the other thing that came up for me was like getting a food truck and like having it somewhere in a different state and having it like run out. But then it's like, no, I want to be like a part of it. I don't want to just buy it and just be like, Hey, you manage this. Thanks. Yeah. Like I want to actually run it. So yeah, I just, it's a process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there are things that you've like been thinking about and have researched and looked into. Yeah. but I guess. Sure. Yeah. Okay, but what kind of food? Let's let's circle back. So it would, <laughs> it would definitely be my type of food, like Spanish, like yeah. fried foods. Like, yeah. You make a killing. That would be the hope. Yeah. I can never get a food truck. Yeah. I've eaten your food. You'd make a killing. Oh, yeah, thanks. absolutely. But I hear you. That it sounds like one of the bigger barriers is just all the bureaucracy. Yeah, around it and yeah, something yeah. I might start like with a hole in the wall type place mm-hmm. and see where it goes from there. Because mm-hmm. that seems to be like where all the best food is anyway. Yeah, and, like the hole in the walls. Yes, I'll do that. Yeah, I think you'd be successful with either. Um, but maybe that would be like an easier place to start. Yeah, get a nice little smaller place. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have such a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's that has shifted. I mean, I'm I see myself continuing to work with clients and to have a caseload to some degree. Um, over the last year, I've had to um, decrease the size of my caseload, and I am still at a point of needing to do that further. Um, it's very hard for me to do that, and that's something I'm working out in my own supervision right now. But um, yeah, it's it's hard for me to. Um, move away from the clinical practice and but even once i do that more so i will always have a handful of clients that i that i will be working with and um just still have like my foot in that arena and because i mean this is as as you know there's a sense of fulfillment from that that you don't get from any other aspect of counseling or you know what we do so there'll be that component but definitely more so the admin side and and running common sense and um hoping that we can not only not only continue to grow but um our providers fill up and um we start having more and more of a of a uh, presence in this area but even certainly within the state um so like business wise that's kind of where i see things going Uh, another thing this i mean involves you too carlos that um we try to do and um and actually when you and i worked together emma uh so this was maybe 2017 
Uh, no, 2016 going into 2017, uh, we were trying to buy a house. Yeah. Uh, we got all ramped up to do it. You know, I finally we finally had the income to do it. And um, we were going to buy a house uh, within the Albany area, if not in Albany, outside of it. And um, we could afford it. We could afford the what would have been the payment and the taxes. But um, we did not qualify because of our credits. Our credit was like just barely there. And... I had some income related issues, not that, I mean, we had the income, but I had issues. I won't get into all the details, but there are things that I am, my name is on and that I'm responsible for that were at play and then student loans. And so there's a number of things that just um, made it very difficult. And we were not approved for the amount that we really could afford and that we needed to get the condo or house that we wanted. Uh, Yeah. So uh, but that went on for a number of months and we finally like backed off from it. And that's when we moved here where we are now. But um, that all being said, I do see us moving into a house hopefully in the next five years or so as we because right now we're, we're doing work to get out of debt. And we've um, made some really good progress, but we have at least another couple of years mm-hmm. of that. Right. At, at our current rate. And then when that's done um, and hopefully our credit will go back up, we'll, be in a better position to do that yeah we can definitely start i think looking in like maybe three years and then yeah yep be ready in like maybe five yep mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. yeah i think rob and i are realistically on a similar timeline um, oh, really yeah emotionally i'm like look at all these great houses on Zillow, <laughs> but <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah i think we have to we definitely have been 2020 out of, you know, aside from 2020, we've been uh, leaning into a lot more of like experiential stuff. So mm, like yeah. we did two weeks in Hawaii, which was like the best thing ever. Um, mm. We're considering some time in Italy and Greece, maybe next year on top of all the other nice trips I had in 2020 that have now shifted a year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> yeah. um, but we've kind of been, you know, like we want the house and we had, so previously we had been saving up for a house slash wedding. Um, and then we got married, um, and weddings are expensive, even though ours was definitely cheaper than many. Um, and then we were just doing Hawaii, which is expensive. We've, we've done our fair amount of traveling. Um, so we kind of, reprioritized in a sense instead of just saving up for a house because uh, we realized that we were getting very um, like very inhibitory to the point of like okay we're, we're not doing anything because we're just trying to aggressively save which is admirable in some senses but it kind of turned into like oh we're not really like living life that much mm. uh, we're just making money to buy a house yeah um, so we kind of like refocused a lot of our goals and now it's like probably maybe three years we'll be able to do it. Um, of course I did have like a huge job transition mm-hmm. in between, like going from a stable paycheck to self-employed private practice. So there was definitely a kind of like pause on me being a huge financial contributor. But now that like things are, have been growing for me this whole time, we are back to me dreaming about the houses on Zillow and realistically waiting a few years as we continue to save. Yeah. 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 A student loans, man. Those will get you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's interesting with, with that. Cause I mean, it's like, 
I don't know. And, and this gets into like other social political stuff um we don't know so don't necessarily have to dive into but um yeah it's like it's interesting that we're in this position now where again we can definitely afford a house we can afford a house now in the coming years i think that will only you know hopefully become even more so the case that you know Mm -hmm. we'll be doing just as well if not better at that time so it's like you know but yet we are in the position that we're in because of a few different factors but just the barriers around owning property right like it's just like and again we benefit from a lot of privilege that a lot of other families don't so you know that's a whole other you know there's a whole other set of layers but even based with our privilege like there's you know we have so far failed in that attempt and um i don't know like it's just like it's interesting because i i I see why you know people talk about younger people renting more and it's like you know, and I think there is a sort of stigma of, oh, well, you know, younger people either are managing the money well or they're not, you know, and obviously there's a lot of things we can challenge about that. But um, big words from people who are handing down a lot of debt to us. Um, but, yes. you know, but that said, I think like that's, that's some of what I guess comes up for me with that. It's like, you know, yeah, I still don't want to still get a house, but then part of it's like, you know, do, do I want it that bad? Like, do I want to like, right. you know what I mean? Like go through like just the trial and tribulations and you know and yes is it nice to have something where you're putting your money into it and it's an investment and absolutely so i'm we're still gonna we're we're still gonna do it but um i think it's partly why you know while we've been trying to work towards that over the last few years i haven't been like that gun-ho about it because um yeah i think i just felt kind of sour after the first time of us doing that yeah if that makes sense yeah you know it's like no this is what people rent and we'll forget it i'll just rent and that's that <laughs> yeah you say that and then like it'll be like two years later and you'll, you'll think huh how much money did i spend in rent these oh. past two years and you're like oh almost like dollars in rent in two years cool right <laughs> so yeah. it's like that could have been my downtown house or it could have been uh, yeah yeah terrible <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah absolutely yeah no, absolutely. like i was talking to my mom the other day she was like the place she lives in now, the the um, owner offered to do like a, a rent to own deal with her, and the house isn't it's it's a tiny house, so like she could have done it, but ideally or um, eventually they wouldn't have been happy with the house. But it was like uh, they lived there I think for like what four or five years now, mm-hmm. and they could have owned the house like two years ago wow. if they had taken them up on the offer. And then they could just sell it in some world. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why could you tell? I was just doing my mental calculations of like, oh my God, that's how much money we spent on rent in the last two years. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. Oh. It really is insane. It, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's on the horizon. It sounds like for all three of us as we're talking about this, yep. hopefully being homeowners at some point. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You guys have a, a pretty big thing on the horizon too, right? Oh, that's true. Yes, the whole <laughs> the whole marriage thing. Yeah, yeah. The marriage thing postponed, sadly. Yes, postponed to the year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for listeners who don't know, we were um, due to get married in mid September. Uh, we pushed it back exactly one year, so we're going to do same time next year um which will hopefully that will be a safe a safe bet um, well yeah we'll see see how the world goes but um yeah. yeah yeah that's that's our plan right now so yeah no we are getting married in the next year and a half yeah yeah 
I was clearly interested in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like I, I love weddings. <laughs> I'm like that's where my helpless romantic comes out. So I'm just like, yay, you guys are getting married. <laughs> well, we and now here. that I don't get to do it anymore, so I'm like, gotta look yeah. through others. Yeah. Well, we are getting married. Um, we're getting married in Cape Cod, mm-hmm. so that's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, it's a um, bummer because I really wanted that to happen this year. Yeah. 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 Well, someone pointed out that, and I've shared this with you a few different times, but someone pointed out, um, actually a couple people pointed out the proximity that our wedding would have been to the um, uh, uh, November election and Mm -hmm. that it would have been um, not like tense, but like, it's just, it's going to be a tense time, like in those like final months leading up to that. And I was kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like, it's a lot to like... That's true, but... I mean, we still would have done it. Like, I wouldn't have not have had our wedding then because of that, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't know if it would have, have been a thing. Mm. I don't Yeah. See, that, that whole like, I don't know, I've noticed that you're different from me and sort of like what it means in terms of like the proximity of the wedding to like other dates and other things there was another point where we were debating doing the weekend prior but it would have either landed on september 11th or would have been like the next day and i was like i don't want to do that weekend yeah and you were like who cares yeah and you were like it doesn't like it's like a superstition kind for you it's totally separate i guess it is yeah. But yeah i was like not about that yeah yeah which i, I don't consider myself in that way but like it's funny because like i'm the more superstitious one you are you absolutely are and, but when yeah. it comes to date too like ah, i'm like what are you talking about yeah <laughs> yeah well it's not that i think it'll be bad luck but i think i don't know it's just like you don't want the association yeah it feels like bad taste like it feels yeah. like you know this is like a, a period or even like the days surrounding like again just in that example with uh, 9-11 but that's a period of mourning mm-hmm. that we go through each year and it's like I don't know like, I just don't feel like that's appropriate right um, but yeah I guess I'm kind of superstitious with it I don't know maybe, I, maybe I'm not I don't know <laughs> no um, Rob gets very protective of our anniversary now if we go to a wedding and he's like in early June or whatever he'll kind of be like that's getting kind of close to our wedding date you know June 2nd Thursday it's like oh my god we are not the only people in this world who have gotten or will get married on June 2nd you're like Rob it's uh, November this is not when I get close oh <laughs> uh-huh. yeah I guess you liked it then yeah no, that's awesome well, when is your anniversary again? June 2nd June 2nd it just passed yeah it just passed nice right? yeah. nice mm-hmm. Time flies when you're quarantining together, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I don't remember your wedding being that early in the summer. Me neither. Because <laughs> it, it was, like, really hot that day, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it was, like, really warm. It wasn't not hot like it is, like, this last week where right. there's, like, the extra humidity nastiness. Yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah, it was really warm. It was warm. It was still, like like really nice but it wasn't like it was you could tell like it was i thought it was like further into the summer <laughs> yeah 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 it was like it was crazy it was warm enough that you were kind of uncomfortable being all dressed up right yeah. you know like mm-hmm. wearing the jackets was a bit much wearing a three-quarter sleeve wedding dress was also a bit much <laughs> like <laughs> that's right for that it was warm yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 No, that, yeah, it was, it was early. I mean, obviously it was, but like, I, 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 I recall it as being like early June. Yeah. 
Yeah. I kind of, I don't regret having it that early in any sense, but like, I feel like I have more of a connection with May as like my wedding time because it was June 2nd. Mm. So it was literally a couple days into June. So like May for me was very wedding heavy. Right. Um, just because it was all of the last minute preparation. Um, so that was fun. Like, I don't know, just a weird little thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> that last <laughs> month to get everything in. That's going to be fun. See, that's oh, the, that's yeah. the part that I don't mind as, as, as hard, hard and sad as it was to have to postpone. Like I am glad that we're not having to, because right now we would be focusing more and more on that. And uh, August would be, would be really tough. There'd be a lot happening in August. Yeah. Getting ready for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm uh, the other day I was actually thinking, I was like, wow, it's already June and we're going to have our wedding in September. Mm. And I, I was starting to think like of things I would have been doing if that still would have been mm-hmm. happening. Right. And it's crazy, like, how different our lives would, would, would be right now. Well, say more about that. What do you mean? Like, like what, what does come to mind for you? you think no, it's that? just a lot, a lot, just a lot of movement, a lot of planning, a lot of, like, headache. Right. I mean, like, if you were <laughs> still, if it was still, still this... planning the wedding. Yeah. 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 And these last few months would be us, like, I don't know, scrambling. I, I. I don't know. I yeah. don't know how it would actually be, but that's what I see in my head is scrambling to get the wedding done. Yes. Ready. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's right. Yeah. I so, I'm, I'm glad we could push that off. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys going to do anything special on the day you would have been getting married? I was thinking of actually still going to Cape Cod that day. Yeah. I'm open to that. I still. Oh my gosh. That would be so stinking cute. Yeah. Um, we are going to be, so a couple of things. Um, yeah, so we want to do that. And depending on. Well, let's take a break and come oh, back. Okay. Sorry. Because it, it's, like you... yeah, it's not like you're going to like go on a lot. I was, but not. not exactly. So I'm going <laughs> to cut you off and we'll be right back. <laughs> All right. And we're back. Um, anything else, Carlos, before I share what I was going to share? No, I think you were actually going to share something. So. I was. I was. Um, so I'm um, just, just messing with you. Um, so yeah, so we, uh, I, I definitely would be down to do that to have us go to Cape Cod and, and depending on where things are at with COVID-19 and I'm assuming COVID-19, we're going to be in spike two, three, four, and we're still going to be dealing with it. Like that's not, yes. no, no question. Um, but that being said, I think us getting a, um, place where it's just us, right. Getting an Airbnb where it's just a one family, um, you know, we go there and we just basically stay there. We get a place in the water and just stay there. Um, right. and, yeah. Yep. And just like social distance the whole trip. Uh, yeah. You know, so that, that's what I foresee. <laughs> um, we are also talking about um, doing a, not talking about what well, so far planning it, but doing a road trip um, in early August down to see my friend in Texas, um, where again, we're planning. Surprise. Surprise. Okay. Um, well, she knows. No, I mean, someone else doesn't know yet. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the other thing we're going to be doing is in, um, in early August, the first week in August, we're going to be taking a trip down to Texas. We're going to drive down. I am not flying anywhere. We're going to drive down to visit my friend who she's pretty much isolated. She works from home. She lives at home by herself. Um, doesn't have, 
really any exposure. Um, and we're going to go down and visit her for a week and then drive back and basically just do drive throughs and stay in our cars. Um, I'm still figuring out if we can stay at hotels and if we do, you know, I want to know their cleaning policies and the air ventilation and just all the things that they should be addressing and doing. Um, just like a tent with us. Or I was going to say, or, you know, we're, we'll camp or sleep in the car. Like that's, so but basically. Not just in the back. Right. So we're going to basically not really be getting out and doing anything. And we're not going to be, you know, even if there are sites or things open just because COVID. So, um, yeah, we're going to basically be taking a social distance trip down to Texas, stay with my friend and then drive back. Um, which will be fun. It'll be a fun road trip. Um, Again, won't really be able to see too many sites along the way, but we can see things from our from our car, you know. So we can yeah. drive by things, and <laughs> yeah. you know, it'll be fun. I think it'll be cool. It will be fun. It's just that you're. It's funny the way you're saying. It. It's like you know, but we we can still like drive by in a car, right? <laughs> and that that'll be fun, right? right? <laughs> you're like trying to convince yourself. <laughs> trying to make it sound better than it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, it will be fun. It will be. It will be. So keep saying that. It will make it fun. Um, so yeah, so that's what we have. So yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, there's something else we have coming up. But although I yeah, I'm more on the fence about it now because apparently like Texas is being hit really hard with COVID right now. Yeah, we and, I, and I'm yeah. like, oh, so I guess we're gonna have to cancel this trip too. Yay! But we'll see. Um, still have a month. Still have a month, and you know, yeah, we still have well at, at least like five weeks, five or six weeks, I think. Yeah, and. It, if they follow like the course that New York followed, like they'll just be starting their like down. Well, the thing we have to keep in mind too is that like when we're staying with our friend, we're not going to be We're not going to be any, yeah. You know, we're there, yeah. we're there to see her. She's not, she's not going anywhere. hasn't been. And we're going to basically just be in her apartment and then we'll get in our car and drive home. So we're not traveling around Texas. We're not going outside, you know, to do things in Austin or. Yeah, but we could probably know. still do like parks and stuff. Yeah, I maybe mean, we go to like a state park or something, but yeah. So yes, yeah, so no, I'm not too worried about that just because of like, you know, we'll be very purposeful with that. Um, future years, we can go back down and, you know, sightsee and the things we normally do. But yeah, we go like every other year. So. We do. Yeah. That's cool. I'll make it to Texas. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice because I think the last time we went, it was winter. It was. It was um, here. Well, there too, but when we were there, it was like... Oh, it was December. We went in December. Yeah, it was like 75 degrees. Oh yes. my gosh. Sunny. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, like she's, she's like trying to figure out if she should like wear a sweater outside. And I'm like... And we're like, no, we refuse to wear sweaters. Like, we're just, it's fine. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, and I had that really bad stomach ache, like that stomach, those really bad stomach pains. You did, you did, yes. And that's the other thing. Even without COVID, we're not going to be able to go anywhere. It's going to be like a hundred degrees when we're there. We're going, at, we're going at the worst time of the year, right? For oh. this, for this trip, yeah, Texas in early August. So that's not the worst time. I like that weather, though. I, I, we can't, you can't go out and do do anything anyway. We can. What? You can like rush to your car, rush to the other AC unit, you know. Yeah. Well, it's just like in the winter here, you're like rushing from heater to heater. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, it's similar. Yeah. Um, anyway. Fair comparison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But this all said, any, I guess, any other, not to switch gears too much, but any additional stuff we want to check in with, things going on in our own lives? 
I'm sorry if you keep hearing my cat. No. No, that one. I'm sorry. She's just like, she's trying to break in and she's yowling at this point. So let her in. Okay, I'm going to. (laughs) Losing her damn mind. Callie. Come in. Get your life together, woman. Oh. Oh, hi. (laughs) Oh, hi. She is not. Don't want to go out in 12 seconds. Uh -uh. (laughs) Come here. Yeah, she'll want to leave soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. She's probably just realizing that the door is closed. Could you stop talking? Yeah, hi. Okay, come on up. Please be quiet. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Um, but, yeah, anything else you want to check in with? I don't think so. No. With me. No, I think so. Emma, anything? No, I don't think so. All right. I think we'll, we'll do I'm this. jealous of the travel, though. I'm definitely jealous of you guys having future uh, travel plans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. It's like um, since we haven't traveled yet, it's like oh, we need to do this. Uh, like you know, yeah. Anyway, for me, it is. Yeah. Like, like, well, I think that that's why I'm I'm willing to be so like social distance about it mm-hmm. too. It's like yeah, I'll stay in the car though. Like I don't care. Like mm-hmm. it's just like you know, yeah going to do yeah. something and going to see our friend. Um, yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. What I'm thinking what we'll do is we'll maybe do these check-ins every so often, you know, like, so next time we meet, we'll, we'll do another topic and do this how we normally do. But um, yeah, we'll do a check-in every so many episodes and if that works for everybody, if that sounds good. That sounds like a plan. Um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up for today. If there's nothing else, um, Emma is currently dealing with her cat, <laughs> and her cat's tail is like going back and forth across the screen. Everywhere. Um, oh, oh, she's landed. She's laying down now. Nice. So yes, yeah, so thank you for joining us, and we will uh, pick it up next week. Cool. Bye. Awesome.